Matthew eleven twenty eight. Merciful Heavenly Father, will God, Lord, as we bow before your precious holy feet this morning, Lord, and we ask in you, Father, will God, to just to give us your word, your strength, and your power, and your might, Father, will God, to, Lord, to give us your help to preach, and Lord, to just give us your help to make it one more day, to, Lord, until you come, Father, will God, I ask in your blessed holy name, be with each and every prayer request, Lord, that's been mentioned, Lord, everything that's said and done, Father, for your glory, praise, and honor, amen. Says, come unto me, all ye that are all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. You know, I, I was thinking about it this morning as. Uh, this scripture just kept coming to my mind this morning whenever I, I was praying and how I was thinking about whenever, uh, you know, we come to the Lord and we give our life to Jesus. And how everything we, but when we first give our life to the Lord, we, what, we, what was there? There was an, uh, an urgency. There was something that, that we needed to, uh, to find and there was something that we needed and, and only God had. And only God had uh, the, uh, the ability to take us out of that, uh, that urgency that we was in. That urgency was uh, uh, of being lost. Uh, the urgency of, was hell and of uh, eternal fire and the things that, that we stood before and that was before us and how that without Jesus in our life and in our heart, uh, hey, you know what, uh, that we, we have an urgency. And I wonder today that how many people out there that is still in that urgency. And today as we're here is we got a God that says, come unto me, all ye that are that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Says, take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. You know, as me and Brother Jason was talking the other day on the phone, uh, we kind of talked about this verse of Scripture about how that uh, the, that yoke and how that I heard a story, read a story about how whenever they would take in the, the yoke and they would put it on the ox to go out into the field to uh, to work, to plow, but that yoke was heavy and it would weight the head down. And how that they would listen and they they would work with the, with that weight upon their head and how that whenever they would get back after working uh, all day in the field, uh, they would get back to the barn and they would take the yoke off of the ox and how that, uh, you know what, the, the, the ox would go out there in the field and they would roll, kind of run around and play. And uh, you know what, uh, I've wondered so many times about this and how that uh, in our lives today that, uh, that we one time we had an urgency because we know that there was something bad coming. We know that the hell was coming and it was for us. And we know that judgment was coming and it was for us. But Jesus stepped in and he took that, he took that trial, he took that thing out of our way. 
that we can have that freedom. But the world today is trying to put a yoke upon us and weight our head back down. And you know what? Uh, in our lives, uh, that we go uh, through times in our lives whenever we have a yoke upon us uh, and our head is down. Hey, you know what? Uh, whenever it's hard to look up when our head's down, ain't it? Uh, it's hard to, uh, to be excited about something when our head's down. Uh, but you know what? Jesus says, I come. Uh, they bring you life and peace and joy. Uh, I come uh, that you'll have an easy yoke upon you. I come uh, that you can have freedom. He wants to take off that yoke off of us. And when we can lift up our head again in this world, uh, the church, uh, we lost the urgency in this world. Uh, we find, you know what, uh, there's times we go through life and how that it is comfortable. It's a glorious thing to be a Christian, uh, to know that I have salvation, uh, to know, Brother Danny, that uh, he's going to call one day and I'm going to go with him. Uh, you know what? It's a wonderful feeling to know that here just a little while uh, and, uh, he's going to split the eastern sky uh, and the church is going to go. Uh, but you know what? Where is our urgency still? See, we one time had an urgency to be saved, and how the, how the now that we're saved, and we said it. And so many things is going on in our lives and in our hearts. There's so many yokes upon us keeping our head down. Whenever Jesus says, come unto me, all ye that are labor and heavy and laden. You know that. We just read it a couple times. But Jesus says, come unto me, all ye that labor. I want you to see this, that labor. See, there's one verse of Scripture in the Bible where it talks about for, for the people put such weights upon people. Uh, and how Jesus told them that they could lift it off with one finger. But the world and has Satan is doing his very best to, to, to lay way our head down and to get us to the where it feels like we got a heavy load upon us. But Jesus, that's all I got today is but Jesus. And Jesus is all we need. When he says, come unto me, all ye that labor and a heavy laden in this world today. We, we've, lost, we've lost the urgency in life. Because we go, well, we're saved. And then as we are saved, we almost kind of sit still, don't we? We can find ourselves, if we be honest, we find ourselves sitting still. Because one time we had an urgency, we asked for it, and Jesus came. And now all of a sudden we're saved and we're waiting on Jesus. But what about the urgency in our life that still remained? And the urgency to draw closer to Jesus. And the urgency for the lost. And the urgency in our lives today that when we sit and we sit still, we've lost our urgency. Today, we need the urgency that whenever Jesus can take our yoke, and in verse 29, it says, take my yoke upon you. Now, see, the world has a yoke upon us that's going to keep our head down. 
and to keep us where we don't feel like we can do anything and keep us in subjection. See, Satan is doing his very best to keep us in the subjection, to keep us, our heads down, where we can't look up and to see what he's trying to do in this world today. In this world today, he wants to keep us blinded about everything out there that he's trying to steal, kill, and destroy in our lives and in our families. He's trying everything. And Jesus says, Take my yoke upon you and learn of me. Learn of me. I love that whenever you think about it. Learn of me. How many of us, when we're saved, there's so many people out there in the world that get saved because they have an urgency. And then all of a sudden, what do they do? They don't learn of him. All they do is just listen to what somebody tells them or what they feel like or all these things. It's time that we learn of him. He has a yoke for us that we can carry. A yoke that is not heavy. A yoke that does come with a price. A yoke that he wants to go out, you to go out in the world. You know what your yoke is? It's a great commission to go out in the world and to tell a lost and dying world about a man named Jesus. And they'll take the weight off of us. And that they, they need an urgency about them. And we need an urgency again. After the lost and you're done. Because I was once lost. I've been now found. I was once blind. I've been now seen. Oh, church. I was once lost. But now I'm found because of a man named Jesus took a heavy yoke off of me. I carry a yoke, but that yoke is great. That yoke is easy. That that yoke is awesome. Why is that? Because I learned of Jesus. Because I learned about what he stands for. I learned about what he is trying to do in our lives to make us whole, to make us perfect, to make us pure, to make us clean. I learned of him and I see what he is trying to do in my life. So now, I hope today that we know that he is, as it says, for I am meek and lowly in heart. And ye shall find rest unto your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. You know what I was thinking of? Uh, over, I don't remember where it's at, but y'all know the, the Good Samaritan. How that that Good Samaritan one day uh, was traveling and how there was a man, the Bible says, uh, he fell by the thieves and how that you know what? They they stripped him. They robbed him. They they beat him. They left him for bed for dead. There was a priest that come by. I want I want you to get here real quick. And then we're gonna to go to Philippians chapter two. But I want you to think about the good Samaritan. As they, you know what? This man was traveling, and this man fell by thieves. They beat him, they robbed him, they left him for dead. You know what? And there was a a priest come walking by (coughs) and passed by on the other side of the road. There was a Levite that come by and he looked upon him and, and, and passed by. But then all of a sudden the good Samaritan passed by and he had compassion upon him. 
And he picked him up and he put him on his beast and he took him into town and how the, how the, he got a room for him and he poured oil in his wounds and, and all these things. He, he paid for, uh, uh, for the care of this man and all these things. But I want you to see where the urgency in our lives, where is it at? Do we still have an urgency in our lives uh, to, to see Jesus? Uh, do we have an urgency in our lives right now that we are still uh, uh, looking out in this world uh, and we're still uh, ought to be in the need uh, of Jesus to come into our life, uh, to come into our heart uh, and to make a way uh, in this world? Uh, uh, we are never uh, without an urgency of God. Uh, uh, but we get we're, we're saved uh, and we're fine. And we lose our urgency. And whenever we lose our urgency, we are as the priest and the Levite that see somebody wounded, laying in the ditch, dead and naked and stripped. And we pass by on the other side of the road because we've lost our urgency. But the good Samaritan passed by you know what? And this is where if we will keep our urgency to see and out there in the world, because you know what? There is always something we need to be doing. And we find ourselves sitting idle. We find ourselves sitting where, where we're not doing anything because we've lost our urgency in this world. I, I'm sorry if I'm repeating myself, but you know what? Uh, uh, I hope that we get this and I, I'm, I'm needing this uh, this morning too uh, because you know what? Uh, we lose our, I lose my urgency. You know what? It's something that we have to work at. It's something that we have to, hey, if we learn about Jesus and we learn about Him in this world today, and the world we remain, and to have an urgency in our life, to see people saved, and out in the world, we pass by people all the time, and we just look at them, and we walk by on the other side of the road, at the one time, one time there was a man, a good Samaritan who walked by, you know what, you think about him, why did he, why did he stop why did he stop his travel? You think because maybe one day somebody did that for him? Maybe one day somebody, maybe somebody had a little time. Somebody had a little urgency. Somebody has seen it, that, that, that he was in, in lost and undone. He was fell in a place where he shouldn't be. And somebody had compassion upon him. And whatever he looked out, and he saw that man laying in the ditch. He saw himself. And as I was once there, I was once lost. But now found. I was once blind. But now I see. Because I've learned about a God that I love me. He left the splendors of heaven. He left the glory. And how he comes. He took the flesh of a man. How he took the cross and the shame for me. He gave his life for me. And now that I've learned of him, I have an urgency back again. And that I'm willing and ready to teach and to preach and to exhort. I'm ready after all long suffering and to worship God. I'm ready. Woo, we find ourselves a lot like uh, 
Huh? You know what? Sometimes God's got to come by and get us out of prison every once in a while. We get ourselves in the prison just like oh, Elijah. Uh, Jer- uh, Jeremiah, I'm sorry, uh, Jeremiah got, uh, was in prison. He got out. He said, that's it. I'm done. I ain't saying no more. I'm shutting my mouth. It wasn't very long uh, because he learned of God. He learned about a God that loved him so much. He gave his only begotten son. Uh, who swear? He learned about a God that could make the lame uh, to walk again, that could rise to dead. He, he learned about a God that would open up the blinded eye. He learned of a God, most importantly. He learned, learned of a, a precious and a personal God. He learned of somebody that no matter what is a friend that'll stick closer to the brother. He learned of somebody that, that no matter what, that, that he was willing to go all the way to the ends of the world when people wanted to stone him and kill him and mock him and when his own family turned on him. You know what we learn of a God that will never forsake us, will never leave us, and never walk away, will never turn it back upon his children. And you know what? I'm a child of God. And you're a child of God. Because now that we're saved, we have become the sons and the daughters of God. We got the everlasting salvation in us. Woo! Glory to God. Philippians chapter 2, verse 1. It says, If there be, therefore, any consolation in Christ, if any comfort of love, if any fellowship of the Spirit, if any bowels and mercies, fulfill ye my joy, ye be like-minded, having the same love, being of one accord, of one mind. See, we're going to learn about a man named Jesus right here. Learn about how that we need that love, and that mind. We need that accord. We need the bowels of mercy. We need the power of God inside of us. Because you know what? If we're not learning about Him, what's going to happen in our life? If we don't keep learning, if we don't keep in the book, if we don't keep reading, if we don't keep praying, and we're going to lose our urgency. We'll quit learning. You get that we'll quit hey, if we stop we quit learning of a God that will be there for us we'll quit I heard on a, a preacher preaching on the radio he says hey I, I thought it was funny you might you might not he says it's time he says we need to get our face out of has it we need to get our face in the book and off Facebook. You know what? I, I just thought that's funny. How it kind of goes together. It's time we get, I, I want to get, let's get in the book and learn about Jesus. And learn about Him. Because He is awesome. He is wonderful. He is there for He'll be that one that'll be there without a shadow of a doubt. Let nothing be done through strife or vainglory, but in lowliness of mind. Let each esteem others better than themselves. Look not every man on his own things, but every man also on the things of others. 
Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation and took upon him the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of men. And being found in fashion as a a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. Now I want to just stop and think a little bit. What the world is wanting us to try to do is put a weight so much upon us. And you know what? As they're wanting us to feel like whenever Elijah sat before the 450 prophets of Baal, and how that he says, You take your altar, he says, You make it, you lay, you take the wood, the book, you do whatever you want, you call upon your God, and whichever, and I'll call upon mine, and whichever one will answer with fire, let him be God. Hey, you know what? That Satan is trying to do in your life, and whenever we quit learning about an urgency of God, and whenever is a child of God, you know what? And that we have to push on. That we have to press in. And we have, there was a hat. Oh, saw down there greens. It says push. Pray until something happens. I like that. You get that? We quit pushing in. Guess what the devil's going to do? The devil's going to do just like we ought to be doing him. And say, let's see your work. You know what? If we quit learning about God and quit the urgency and quit pushing into him, guess what? He's going to come by you. He's going to walk up you and say, where's your God? Why ain't your God helping you in this time of trouble? Where's your God? But if we know that, if we've learned about a God that just says, that he says, I'll be there. He thought it not robbery to be equal with God. He took the, 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 the lowly and the meek. He took the form of a man. And, and he took the cross. And how for you and I that we can be saved. Church, I, I hope, I, I don't want to stress it enough. Let's keep learning about him. Because in time, I, I want to read on just a little bit more. It says, wherefore, in verse 9, Wherefore God also hath highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name. He says that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow have the things in heaven and the things in earth and the things under the earth and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is the Lord to the glory of God the Father. You know what? It's time in our life that we and whenever we make a, and we have the urgency and we learn about Him, we'll find out in our life that hey, not only it says that every knee should bow and every tongue should confess. You know what? Because we learn to Him and now that we know that guess what? Every tongue is going to confess and every knee is going to bow one day. It's time that we look in our lives right now and we better get our sins before God. And we better, our sins better beat us to the judgment. Instead, if we sit back and, and we let our sins follow us, that means our sins are going to come up behind us when we get to the judgment. 
if we don't bow and we don't repent and we don't confess him now, you know what's going to happen? Your sins are going to come up behind you. You're already going to be standing there at judgment. Your sins are going to come up and you're going to be judged by your sins. And you're going to miss out on something. But now that we're saved, now that we learned about a God that's awesome, we know that every knee is going to bow and confess that he is the Lord God Almighty, the King of kings and the Lord of lords, the great I am. We know he's right. We know he's true. Oh. For it is God which worketh in you both to the will and to do of his good pleasure. Do all things without murmuring and disputing, that ye may be blameless and harmless, the sons of God, without rebuke in the midst of a crooked and perverse nation, among whom ye shine as lights in the world, holding forth the word of life, that I may rejoice in the day of Christ, that I have not run in vain, neither labored in vain. Yea, and if I offer upon the sacrifice and service of your faith, I joy and rejoice in you all. You know what? It's time that we look in our lives today and I want us to ask ourselves real quick, where's our urgency? Have we quit learning about God? Have we quit, have, have we quit learning about a man that gave his life for us? Have we quit learning and quit talking and quit praying and quit seeking a God? Have we shut our mouth because the world is trying to put a yoke upon you to weight you down. But I want to tell you about a man that wants to put a yoke upon you and his life. And then, oh, it's easy to bear. Jesus wants to put a, a yoke upon you that you'll be working on his team. You get that? I hope you get that. I just got that. The hallow and ever have the yoke is on us and Satan that puts on us trying to weight our head down. Trying, he's trying to make us do his job. But Jesus says, have you ever noticed that whatever God has, that Satan tries to have an imitation of it. That Satan tries to have something to mock it. That Satan tries to have something close to it. It's time we realize that Satan has always tried to have something close to God. But he has never been God. He'll never be God. He'll never have God because he is not God. He ain't even a little G God because my God has done the thing him. He's not even in the category of a God. He is nothing. Don't let him put a yoke upon you. Don't let him bleach you down. It's time, if we are, it's time to take that yoke off and pick up one that is easy and light and easy to carry and get on God's team. Ooh, let's go to work for God. I like that. Church today, are we working for God? Are we learning for God? Are we learning about Him? It's, we lose the urgency of this world.
Satan is good at what he does. But you know what? God's better. Which one do we want to look to? Which one do we want to look to? We want to look at all the all the things out there in the world, the, the false and the lies and the, and the destruction, or do we want to look to life, truth, peace, and joy and happiness? Do we want to look? Hey, you know what? That's why Jesus says, "I am the the way, the truth, and the life." And no man comes unto the Father but by me. The church today, let's look to Him. Let's let's learn of Him today, right now. I, I want to ask right now, we're, we're going to close. I want to ask you, let's learn a hymn right now. Let, let's just start. This ain't the New Year's. Y'all ever had a New Year's resolution? I want to have a today's re- a resolution. Hey, you know what? And that, I'm not talking nothing. That's silly. The Bible says today is the day of salvation. Today is the day that the Lord is mad that made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Let's make something right now. Hey, we're going to start learning of Him. We're going to take off the yoke of sin and of bondage. We're going to take up the yoke of Jesus. We're going to start working for God. Let's, let, let's make a deal right now. Let's make a deal right now in your own heart, in your own mind, with God. That God is our witness right now. God, I'm going to work for you. God, I want to bring you glory, honor, and pride. I want the mind of Christ in me. I want his yoke upon me, don't you? I don't want one that'll weight my head down where all I got, I'm in subjection to everything out there in the world. I want to be in subjection to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. I want to be in subjection to the one that's right. Church today, right now, if you got a need, you come pray. If you want to, if you have lost your urgency, let's come pray. If you want something real in your life, let's come pray. But let us do one thing. Let us make a resolution with God that we're going to follow Him and we're going to learn of Him. Because if we learn of Him, we'll never stray away. Because He is always better. So as we're here, let's all stand. You, if you need to come, if you need to pray where you're at, you pray where you're at. If we can pray at the altar, let's pray at the altar. But let's let's make a decision right now in our hearts and in our lives. We're gonna quit letting Satan have his way in our life, and we're gonna rise up above, and we're gonna and we're gonna meet Jesus, one that's true and real, and we're gonna follow in Him. Let's pray this morning. Merciful.